The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. We are rolling on the Even Money Podcast because training camps are rolling around the National Football League. We are presented by betonline.ag, the online gaming website of choice for the Even Money podcast with the best odds and fast payouts. Speaking of that, we will have a guest from Bet Online coming up momentarily. It's Ross Tucker, the former NFL offensive lineman, and Steve Fezzik, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling with you. As always, making sure you are ready for the 2017 NFL season and everything else going on in the world of sports betting, including the McGregor-Mayweather fight. We'll get into that as we move along as well. As promised, we're joined by Dave Mason from Bet Online. I think a lot of you probably heard him on the Fantasy Feast with Evan Silva and I a few months back. Dave comes to us from Bet Online, which... As you heard me already say, that is the official online gaming website uh, website of choice for the Even Money Podcast. Dave, it's Ross and Steve Fezzik. Really appreciate the time. Um, we just like to get your insight since you can see what the numbers are behind the scenes on what the biggest exposures you guys have, any movements that have been out there. I guess let's start with... Super Bowl odds or Super Bowl futures? Where have been the uh, people have been placing their money there? When where's the movement been there? All right, yeah, great to be with you guys. Um, yeah, since you know the Super Bowl odds had opened up, I guess last February, probably right after the Super Bowl um, that we would like to forget because we got killed on it. But um, so so far, the biggest bet counts are the Patriots again, um, the Raiders and the Cowboys. So highest bet counts are always those teams right up there that are the hot teams. And, you know, Raiders are such a hot team this year. So are the Cowboys and, of course, the Patriots. As far as exposures are concerned, um, and, and once again, I mean, we're talking, it's, it's not even August yet, so over 90%, well over 90% of the action is yet to come in. So these are early indicators. But 
Um, those bet counts will probably hold up through the first part of the season. But for exposures, this will change a little bit. But our top exposure is the Patriots right now, which it kind of has us concerned. Usually it's all the long shots, but people are just so so pro-Patriots now, and they are the favorites at plus 275, I think we reduced them to yesterday, um, which is kind of a little rare. Usually those heavy favorites aren't our biggest exposures where they might get the most bet counts. They aren't the biggest exposures. Actually, number two is kind of interesting, and it's our biggest, second biggest exposure is the Texans. And that a lot of that action came in when there's rumors that Romo was going to Texans. We saw a heavy flood of uh, Texan future money coming in. So that's kind of a little, you know, asterisk there. And number three is nothing rare. It's the Giants. It seems like every year the Giants are in our top three. That just tells you how many people are betting in New York, I think. Um, some of the biggest moves on the Super Bowl futures are the Patriots. They opened up 5-1. to one. They're down to plus 275, like I said. Uh, the Texans, 40-1 to one to 18-1. to one. That has a lot to do with that exposure. Broncos, 16-1 to one to 28-1. to one. Raiders, 18-1 to one down to 12-1. And I see that one keep going south, I think. And Ravens, 22-1 to one, all the way up to plus 4,000. Dave, typically with the futures um, and the bets that you're taking, that's one of the great cash cows for the casino, correct? So it's really not a matter of am I going to lose, but how can how much money can I make given the um, you're going to get action on so many teams and only one of the teams is going to wind up winning, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, you said it usually. I mean, our, our household is low. Uh, you know, you'll, you'll see uh, – it depends on the casino, but you'll see households on these, you know, from right on 25% to 35%. You'll even see them higher on real square books. Um, we're, we're dealing these right at a shade under 25%, which is about as low as you're going to get. For, for, for the betters, that's about as good as value as you can get. But, yeah, like you said, by the end of the season, as the season's going on, you, you see big exposures. But our team is really good at, at minimizing that risk on those exposures. You might have a few teams you're exposed on by the end of the year, but usually those teams really don't have too much of a realistic shot to win. You know, people are like those long shots, um, those lottery tickets. Um, so, yeah, by the end of the year, you, you we're, we're in good shape, and it's a matter of, okay, this team's going to win us X amount of money, but this team will win us X times 10 amount of money. So we do have our needs, definitely, by the end of the year. Dave, I'm sure it's somewhat similar, but you know, we'll be talking about more of the bad teams, I would imagine. What, what have been your big exposures on the win totals and any movement you've seen there? Yeah, um, like I said, once again, most of that money will come in over the, the, the next month. Um, you know, as the NFL betters get back to work here, they can start coming back in droves starting next week. But as of now, uh, the betters are on the Chargers over that that open seven. They hit that at seven and seven and a half. Um, that, that's about ninety percent of the action. Ninety percent of the bets are on the Chargers, including some sharp action. At sharps hit that at seven. The Bears over five and a half. Sixty-four percent of the betters are on that. And 49ers, believe it or not, I get over four and a half, 69% on uh, 49ers over there. We're usually rooting for the unders on all these these uh, these uh, win totals, usually. People like to bet those overs, just like they like to bet the overs in the games. Um, and, yeah, kind of the Bears and 49ers surprise a little bit because you think, okay, they're betting on bad teams, but I think that's just more the number. They're, that number, okay, four and a half wins, they can get more than four and a half wins. So, um, yeah, they're betting the over in the 49ers. Interesting. 
sharps, as far as sharps are concerned, the sharps do bet these early, whereas they don't bet the game, you know, week one odds very early. Um, they do bet these numbers earlier. So the sharps like the Cardinals under eight and a half, Colts under eight and a half, uh, the Chargers, like I said, over seven. That's why it's up to seven and a half. Um, KC under nine and a half, and the Patriots under 12 and a half. Yeah, what you see typically is there are some numbers that the Sharps don't necessarily like the 49ers, but at four and a half, it's just such a great number that they have to go ahead and pound it. I I will say if there's one team, and I'm kind of connected here, Dave, in Vegas, that people are whispering on, hey, we're going to make money on this team, it's the San Diego, now Los Angeles Chargers. On paper, this is a playoff team that had everything go wrong for them. So that's why the season win number opened so low at seven. It's not a a team that, like the Cleveland Browns, it's just absolutely been lost right. for years, Same as have the Jacksonville Jaguars. This team has won eight or nine games a few years back, and the feeling is with if Rivers can have a decent year, everything's in place with Bosa and the defense improved that they could even be a playoff team. No, you make a good point. I'm glad you brought the Chargers up because um, not only did we see uh, sharp action on that win total, but we also saw – some significant act, sharp action on the odds to win the division, which, you know, we really don't get a lot of sharp action on those, but we saw on the Chargers, so there is sharp action on them to win the AFC West. And the over-under for how many times I say San Diego Chargers this, this season is at about 200. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know many, I don't know how many times I'm going to say that. but Dave, I always wonder, how do you know when it's sharp money or just regular money? Like, because you, you say the sharp is this and then this. Like, how do you know? How do you know just because you – you know, like the professional guys, their accounts, yeah, and you see I mean, who they, where they place the money? Kind of describe it to you. Our guys on the stage, the stage is the guys that were taking the bets and moving the lines and everything. Um, there's a ticker basically coming in that all these bets, significant big bets or guys that they profile are coming in. So they're profiling these guys. They're not only looking at winners because anybody can go on a winning winning streak. You know, anybody can – go on a crazy winning streak and be up. But they're looking at these guys. What are these guys betting? Are they, they bidding, betting, beating the closing number if it, it, consistently? If a, if a number closes at minus three and this dude bet it at minus two, minus two and a half, and he's always beating that closing number, he's always on that sharp side, then he's getting highlighted in red and we're tracking him. And most likely a guy like that is going to be winning over a long haul. So, and, and there's certain syndicates that bet, you know, they, they our guys on the stage know this stuff, you know, they're, they're coming in and these bets are coming in and they're seeing the screen move. When I'm talking about the screen, I'm talking about other, other sports books where these guys are betting everywhere and this number's moving. So we know this is the sharp side and Hey, what do you know? This guy's betting that too. So when these guys bet in, you know, your, your account might come in and red and this guy's betting um, whatever, you know, the Patriots at minus seven. And we better move it because this guy is a long-term winner. He doesn't bet just to bet. He's not betting for entertainment first. He's betting because he knows what the heck he's doing. He's a long-term winner. So that kind of explains it. It's a big game. It's, it's really fascinating to watch these guys do all this stuff. Uh, two guys that you might flag, I'll call them maybe one guy would be Mr. Orange and one guy Mr. Red. And Mr. Red – will be betting something as it's moving and he alerts you, hey, the screen's turning black and he's he's getting on a move. Um, but Mr. Orange is the one that bets before the, the screen turns black. Right. So the line moves 
on his plays as well, but it moves after he bets it. He's the one who's originating. Yep. Mr. Orange would be the most valuable piece of information you could have because he's telling you where the line's going to go. As an example, I would say Mr. Orange would be betting on the Tennessee Titans against the um, uh, the Oakland Raiders, uh, taking the plus um, point spreads here before Tennessee becomes a favorite, which will, I believe will happen later this summer. You know, that, that's a good point. Um, and the, the, you said those originators, they, they're really valuable to us. We, we you know, not a, different books have different philosophies on how they handle the sharps. Um, our guys, we, we, we like the sharp action. We want that information because uh, we're going to use it. You know, we don't mind paying these guys out their winnings, um, big winnings, too, because they bet big. They're not betting just 100 bucks a game. They're betting four to five figures a game. So we don't mind paying that because that information is going to tell us where that where the correct line is before, you know, everybody. Whereas other books might just follow the screen. They're like, okay, book X moved. We respect them. We're going to move too. But, you know, we, we, we want that intel as fast as any of the other books out there. What about week one stuff, Dave? People, I, I know you said the Sharps – a lot of the sharps wait a little bit, but what have you seen so far from people on week one? Yeah, um, it's, it, well, the action's been good. Um, we were the first to come to market, I believe. When was that? Uh, right, the night of the schedule release. I, I believe that's in April. Um, man, time flies. Anyways, um, week one, the exposures on. <laughs> Shocker on this one, the Patriots. Um, that's our biggest exposure, money wise, not percentage wise, but money wise. Uh, and it's hard to blame them. I mean, the Patriots covered just almost every game last year. I don't think there's ever been a team that killed the sports books as much as the Patriots did last year. Definitely not us at Online in our history. So, yeah, the, the betters are on the Patriots over KC. That's up to 7.5. Um, the Bills minus 6.5 versus the Jets. 72% of the bets are on the Bills. And the most lopsided bet count-wise is the Falcons at minus seven. The 89% of the bets are on the Falcons at the Bears. Um, there hasn't been too many big moves yet. Um, the biggest move at bet line here is the Cowboys. It's gone from minus six to minus four and a half versus the Giants. So that's where we stand with NFL week one. Like I said, I mean, we're talking 97% of the action, maybe even more, is yet to come in. So there's still going to be some movement. The Sharps are going to kind of haven't really – you know, they, they dink and dunk, but, you know, the big, sharp action has yet to come in. So that's when the lines are really going to start to fly in a few weeks. Dave, question for you on the New England game, because it's the opening game and the, uh, my power ratings like New England. So I'm one of those who laid the seven. Um, I know you're dealing minus seven and a half, minus 15 right now. Might you discourage teaser action by popping that up to eight and a half or nine? Just because not only are you going to get the public playing New England, but the entire world is going to want to tease New England down to yeah. a number less than three. <laughs> yeah, and the, you know something, that I think that'll come a little bit closer. Um, I don't think teasers are open right about yet, but once teasers open a little bit closer to the season, that that's something you got to consider. I mean, teasers were, oh my God, last year was this such a horrible year for teasers for for us. I mean, we barely, you know, we we almost broke even on them, which is which is appalling. Um, like you said, those those games that are seven, I mean, I'm just looking at the schedule now. If the lines stay the same, the, the Patriots are going to pe- be teased with everything, you know, at minus seven and a half. Uh, same with the Falcons at minus seven. 
and that's what they do. Like you said, you, the, the people like to tease through those two key numbers there to seven and past the three um, to, to maximize the value on their on their teaser. Um, so you know that that's why you'll see a lot of books go up to the minus nine, you know, with with extra juice, etc. We try to stay away from that. Um, we tr- we try to stay away from that. I mean, we we understand that we we want to stay as close as possible to to the minus one ten on each side, just because we you know once you start getting to that minus nine uh, with with skewed juice, I, I I think it kind of um, scares away a lot of action because they they're not used to that. A lot of the public and a lot of the squares, more recreational guys, just aren't don't see that you know plus. 125 on one side and it's just not natural to them so we like to stay as close to minus 110 as possible but yeah it'll go higher I think in those teasers man it's a big conversation behind the scenes I'll tell you that much Dave you bring up a great point and this is how difficult your side of the counter can be because if you had your druthers mathematically you just make New England minus nine, and like you said, put him plus 105, and that would basically prevent anyone from teasing him in a six-point teaser down below three. But then your best customers, your really good customers, they hate when they select a bet and the VIG is not at minus 110, so it alienates your very best customers you make the most money with, right? Yeah, a few years ago we were doing that. We were doing a lot more of that, that uh, and you'll see books do that. And and I just have the, the, the theory that, that the recreational guys, that this kind of scares them away. They really don't understand that math as much um, to, to understand that the minus nine plus one hundred five mathematically is the same as you know minus seven and a half, minus one ten, etc. Um, so I, I think it scares away a lot of that recreational action, which you don't want to do. Um, sure, you protect your tails on the the teasers a little bit more. Um, so. Eh, it's going to be an interesting year. I think we're going to see a lot of uh, not only us, but a lot of our books, how, how they handle this because it was such a bad year in teasers last year that I, I think that's something to keep an eye on. That's going to be there, – there might be some interesting trends there. We'll see. David, one other thing I wanted to ask you about, it's not NFL-related, and we'll have you on throughout the season at different times. Um, this is awesome, awesome, awesome stuff. But everybody's talking about the McGregor – Mayweather fight. So I wanted to kind of get get your thoughts on what you've you've seen with the movement and the action on that so far. Oh well, not everybody's only talking about it, but everybody's betting this thing. It's it's incredible the money that's coming in on this. Um, yeah, it, it's it's this is going to be. I mean, it's kind of a godsend that when they selected the date. So it would have been nice if this fight was like during the slow season, but. I like it. It's the first day of college football. I mean, so many people are going to be coming back to the site, signing up, etc. for this fight. It's going to be such a huge event. Everybody's betting May- McGregor. We're going to need Mayweather for so much. Um, right now, 89% of the bets are on McGregor. Um, that The line keeps going down because of this. I think the true odds should be – right now, we got Floyd Mayweather minus 700. The take back on McGregor is plus 525. I mean – my opinion, these aren't the true odds at all. The true odds, we opened them up by uh, either minus 2,000 or minus 2,500 a few months back, and that, I thought, was low. Um, 
but I we knew that everybody's going to be bet McGregor because everybody bets the underdogs in these these huge fights. Um, so that we open it what we thought was low, <laughs> and people just kept pounding it, and, and it just has gone down to like I said minus seven hundred. I think it's going to keep going down. Uh, if you if you're one of the eighty nine percent that is on McGregor, I would not wait too long. Uh, you're going to get the best value early because all these books, including us, are going to be exposed on McGregor. So we're going to be given the best value possible on Mayweather. Eventually, the Sharps are going to bet, bet Mayweather, I believe. That, that number is going to keep trickling down. How low? I don't know. Like I said, we have minus 700 now, and that's, that's one of the highest out there. We were given the, one of the best value bets on McGregor as we speak. Um, but at some point, I mean, we're going to keep going down. I mean, the exposure now is just incredible. If, if, if the fight was tonight, it would be our third biggest decision on a sporting event this year behind the Super Bowl and the national title game. Um, so come fight time, it's, it's going to be behind the Super Bowl as our biggest decision of the year. It's going to be that big. So, you know, we're going to have to get some of that risk back. Right? So we're going to be giving good value, what we think, on Mayweather, and those odds are going to keep going down. Then the Sharps are going to come out, and they're going to bite, bite on Mayweather, and the odds are going to go back up a little bit. Dave, everything you said about this fight, I agree with 100%. I'm plugged into the guys in Vegas. They agree. They think Mayweather wins this fight 19 out of 20 times as long as on on the up and up. We can't believe it's moved this much. All reports are that every one of these bets coming in on McGregor is not from the guys that are orange or red-coated. They're just the public. It's the rare case. The public doesn't bet the NFL early, but they are betting this boxing matchup early, correct? Yeah, I mean the the action is incredible. I mean it's it's we're almost that Pacquiao Mayweather fight a couple years ago was without a doubt by far our biggest bet fight of the of in the history of the company and probably in the history of, of boxing. Um, and this this is knocking on the you know about a month away from the fight and we're almost have reached those levels. I think we'll take twice as much action as we did on that fight. Um, on this fight. Yeah, everybody, I mean, it's all over ESPN. And again, it's about the event. Let's face it, it's going to be a very good fight, but it's about an event. So, I I mean, everybody's going to be into it. If if you've never, if you've bet one boxing match in your life, it's going to be this one. You know, if you bet one football game a year, it's going to be the Super Bowl. If you bet one horse racing bet of the year, it's going to be the Kentucky Derby. That's how this fight is going to be. There's going to be people who don't bet boxing or don't bet MMA coming out of the woodwork. You have to bet this fight because everybody's going to be watching it just like the Super Bowl. And one thing about this fight, as far as a screen watcher that I am, the screen is screaming that Mayweather is the right side. And here's why. If I go to what I consider to be the most recreational driven Nevada books, a book up in Reno, the Atlantis, um, the golden nugget here in Las Vegas, um, taking very recreational action, lower limits. These books, I'll go to Atlantis up in Reno. Um, already, Mayweather is down to minus 535, McGregor plus 415. They are begging for Mayweather money. That yep. means the public, the uninformed public, is absolutely pounding McGregor at those shops. And whenever I see a disparity between those type of shops deal versus what the sharpest books deal, it tells me what the right side is and what the pros are going to be on. Yeah, exactly. And you said it. I mean, I look at the screen too, and there's some shops that are just so low. They're just, they they don't want that. They don't want to 
gamble, I guess. You know, whereas we we want to we want that intelligent number. We don't mind taking a side on a game, right? We'll we'll we'll, we'll throw that money out there within reason, of course. You know, like I said, if it's a true odds, I'm I'm thinking maybe there should be minus two thousand, and the take back should be plus twelve hundred or whatever. But we don't mind. But everybody else is going so low. We got to go low, of course. And and we're so exposed on McGregor that you have to have some mismanagement involved there. And uh, but yeah, you're 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 absolutely right. Um, every book's going to be exposed on this, and it's a matter of how low does that Floyd Mayweather money uh, number go? When do the sharps bite at it, and that will bump it back up. Dave, this was awesome. Really, really enjoyed it. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to having you on even more during the season and from time to time on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast and Fantasy Feast as well. Thanks so much. Hey, guys. I enjoyed it. Thanks a lot. That was awesome, Steve. I really enjoyed that. I, I liked hearing you and Dave go back and forth, you know, talking at like a higher level than I'm capable of talking at or asking you questions at. That was awesome. Yeah, it's really great talking about to the other side of the counter. And I, I love bet online WNBA. They're the first guys to put up the line sides and totals each and every week. You know how hard that is Ross to get those numbers right when you have to originate them. Really, really good book. Well, you can sign up for a betonline.ag account at betonline.ag and use the promo code even money on your first deposit to score a 50% welcome bonus worth up to $2,500 in sportsbook free plays. You said it. They come up with the lines early. They give you the early odds, and Steve talks all the time about the importance of getting in on the early odds, which is what Bet Online does. They also have a Vegas-style casino. If you're into poker, they've got that as well. Plus, they've been in the business for 20 years. This is not like a a fly-by-night operation. They pride themselves on always paying winners fast. Visit betonline.ag and use promo code EVENMONEY to score your $2,500 bonus, EVENMONEY, and betonline.ag. Awesome, awesome show. Looking forward to next week. We can start to talk about preseason and start to lay down some of our win total bets that we'll get graded on. And there's a bunch of news already coming down the pike, Steve. There will be more and more significant news a week from now. Really looking forward to it. If you have any specific questions for Steve, you know what to do. Sign up for Bet Online. Send me the confirmation, Ross at RossTucker.com, with your question for Steve, and we will get to it. Other than that, Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found.